Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita from Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. And we have tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. This is episode 82, where to start decorating. Wow, episode 82 already. So where do you start, Kelly? I really tried to start with the functionality of the room. That sounds so boring. (laughs) But I am not boring. Not the tip of the day, Kelly. It's boring tip of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah, boring tip of the what's day. What's the sound for that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. But so very important. Functionality very important. is important. I mean, you know, it's obviously not as um, glaring as, well, this is my kitchen. So then, you know, I'm not going to decorate it like my bedroom. But how are you and your family going to use that space? Um, and I think it, that is something that you really have to take into account before you get wrapped up with the style or the look and certainly not the accessories. So let's start there and for me. And then I suggest that if you can, you live in the house, apartment, condo, what have you, for a period of time. And I don't mean like a weekend. (laughs) I mean like a few months, six months maybe, before you do anything major. You know, smart, smart advice, Kelly, but it's hard to follow. It's hard to follow, but I, you know, Mm -hmm. girls, you know, this house was not my first rodeo, so Mm -hmm. I've done this before, and Mm -hmm. I know that laying in bed at night in my whatever previous abode thinking, I'm going to take that wall down, or we're going to, I'm going to, I'm going to make that area a kitchen nook, and uh, this and that and the other thing, and then you really start living there, and you realize my my family would have to have saw their legs off to make that a kitchen nook <laughs> yeah. with a banquette, right. you know, to slide in. They would have to be jello. Or, gosh, I don't really want to take that wall down because that would change the whole feel. So functionality and taking time to live in it is how I would start to decorate a room. We are, I always say function before fabulous. Well, and right. And I think mm-hmm. you have a good point that it is good to live in a room and think about it before you start making some major changes. But interestingly enough, I mean, when we moved into the house that we're in now, uh, I couldn't be, we had to do all the planning before we moved in. So obviously I didn't want to be moving walls later. So I had to do that without the benefit of being in the house, but you can do that. And I actually, actually spent a lot of time. Well, I just, let little, me just jump in there. If yes. the house doesn't exist, you can't right. live in it. Right, right, right. So okay. it can be, right. So we just kind of spent a lot of time with, I cut out the pieces of paper, measured all my pieces of furniture, and I used all those and played, you know, I played with those a lot. And sure enough, when we moved in, those, everything went almost exactly where I had. And actually, in a lot of cases, they're still in the same place. It may be a different chair that's, because, you know, I do play musical well, chairs. It, but it the is chair, on the chair rotation program. <laughs> right. That's right. But the chair, there's a spot for the chair, and that's usually where the chair goes. So, mm-hmm. Yes, chair uh, spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So uh, how about you, Yvonne? What do you, well, how do you start? I wasn't going to, I was going to say start with an inspiration piece, but let's get back to this function because I think that's so important. And we've been doing, um, our redoing our whole house from the floors up over the last six years because, you know, the, after, you know, 20 some years, your house gets a little tired. 
And so we have, you know, I'm not going to knock down any walls. And so I just start with this room. And that's a good idea because that's where you can measure everything. Just like you said, it's so important to know all those measurements of anything you're going to put in it and know the rules for like the, or the guidelines for like the walkthroughs and and how much room you're going to need to have a chair pull out from the dining room table and things like that. And that will make your life. And that'll also whittle down your list of things that work and that you want and that you don't want in your room. So that's such a good idea. I know it's a little tedious, but then it becomes like magic when it becomes so much easier towards the middle and the end of a project where you're going, oh yeah, that fits in. But I want to talk about um, starting with an inspiration piece. Mm, okay. Yes, do. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I like when we did our living room, I had this really cool picture, this really cool um Chiclet. That's how I had to look up how to say that like mm-hmm. years ago, because yeah. it looks like glissé for me, but it's a French word. So I knew that wasn't right. Uh, Chiclet, um of these uh, townhouses on the Seine River in Paris. And I just love the colors in it. And so I used that painting to be a springboard for the colors I was going to use in my room. Oh, that's great. Kelly, did you have something you wanted to add? Yeah, I just wanted to, uh, before we move on to fabulous, about the measurements, as Yvonne mm-hmm. said, here's something you might not think. Now, this is uh, comes into play more if you're in an apartment or a condominium or something like that, where you might have to go up staircases or elevators too. Measure not only all the doorways and the spaces in your room, like where you could put a sofa, how long it could be, how uh, deep it can be, all of that. But think about the doorways, the access, your elevator, how far does that open? The, That's the, wonderful. I've lived in apartments where, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, I still had the, I, I still have memories of this corner cabinet that was beautiful. It was, it was painted. It was just so lovely. And I had bought it and it was going to just, I knew exactly where it was going to go. And it was a nail biter all day long. And boy, did I have to tip those guys because mm-hmm. they had to, mm-hmm. they couldn't get it on the elevator. So they oh. had to carry it up five flights oh, of stairs no. in this pre-war building in New York City. And it was like, uh-huh. like a triangle in the back and the doors mm-hmm. could flap it open. So think about all that stuff. And again, that will help you sort of curate the universe for yourself because mm-hmm. there are I love that curate the universe you know that's going to tell you mm-hmm. well I can't really have this style sofa because the arms are too big to get through the doorway uh so it, you know it'll help you in all those ways to limit and focus and a, have you you know be able to purchase things that will will not look as big as they are in a showroom or in a restoration hardware or someplace where there's, you know, the 20 foot ceilings, they will that's be right. bigger in your house. Uh, yes. They will mm-hmm. look much bigger. Mm-hmm. And, that's and a, Kelly, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Can I just, I'm just going to tell you that when we had this house built, our builders said, why don't we make all your doorways wide enough to be ch- wheelchair accessible? Oh, what a smart guy. Wow. And th- yeah. And that's, this, whoa, that's you know, your thought. Yeah. And I'm, I mean, we're, I'm a, I'm a young mom at this time thinking, oh, we'll never need to do that. But sure, they look pretty because they're sort of a little extra wide. Well, sure enough, I broke my ankle and I've been in a wheelchair for a long time, um, healing. And I am so grateful that oh, we did goodness, this. Oh, my goodness. Right. Yes. Yes. You never know. It just is a few inches. I mean, Bob's going to have to, Bobby's going to have to touch up all the, 
the doorways <laughs> because they, I, I sort of get through, you know, fine. But so that's a very good thing to do. Just, you know, keep that in your, in your thought processes. And it does help if you have a little extra, if all your doorways are a little extra wide for furniture. Yeah, that's a good point for that downstairs bathroom to make sure you can get a wheelchair. And I did ask about that because I just thought, what if something happens to my mom? What if she's in a wheelchair? Right, And right. so we had that downstairs study. There is a closet <laughs> there and there are doors that can be closed and there is a full bath downstairs in case she ever had to move in. Well, but, <laughs> let mm-hmm. me just say this. In the throes of like, you know, having, I had, I had surgery, I had all kinds of things going on. I had a cast and it was like, don't you dare put your foot down on the ground. You can't put your foot down on the ground. So, I mean, I was totally immobile and we were invited um, somewhere for a Christmas dinner. And I hadn't been out of the house for like two weeks. This is when I first was operated on. And I thought, oh, I would just love that. So, you know, we brought all the equipment and bless Bobby's heart. He actually had to bring, this is just, I had to like have a, 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 a chair that fit over the toilet so I could use the bathroom because so I could lift up. So he brought that and, you know, we know these people very well, so it was okay. But I looked at their bathroom door and it was so like a little skinny pocket door. And I'm thinking we're, we're going to have to go home because it was about a 45 minute drive home. Oh, we're no. going to have to go home after we eat because I just don't know. I had nothing to drink all day, you know, the whole, the whole nine yards. So it's really, really important. Those door widths, you don't think about that until you need to get through them with something. And really <laughs> just, just take some, a piano, sure a some wheelchair. Or something. Piano. Oh no. <laughs> hey, that's not my style. So <laughs> I don't, I don't even like porta potties. So, you know, <laughs> but anyway, oh, that's goodness. a, that's a different story. So yeah. Okay. Those, We're going deep with the tips today. Mm-hmm. Gang. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Baby, this, is a, this, this is the TMI episode. Yeah. They're, but, they're, <laughs> but the function, the function is so important. Um, even though that part is like, I'd really like to get to the fabulous, but you're so right. Kelly function of things is very important. Right. Well, and I have a little different take on this, although I think all of our ideas are uh, work together. But where I start is I maybe back up a little bit further than that. And I start with where am I going with this? So it's kind of a, what, 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 what kind of a look do I want in this room before I even get to the function, before I get to anything else, I want to start with the fun part. Okay. I admit <laughs> part of that's just me, mm-hmm. but I, if it starts with the boring part, I don't know. I might not even get to that. So <laughs> I start, I used to start with magazines, but now I start on Pinterest. So I, if I'm doing a room, I like to, or if I have a client for a project, we start with Pinterest and we start pinning things that we would like to have in that room. We And so that kind of gives me a starting point of what kind of look I want. And That's an I awesome want, idea. I want that before I even deal with the functional start. So I would start with that. Then I would consider, okay, now what functional things need to be done here? What structural things do I have to work with? And you kind of, then I throw in the givens, the things that you have to, to work around or the things that that you need the room to do for you, the requirements, and then go back. And then I go back to the fun stuff after that. Well, I think that's fine. And you're just creating a board and inspiration board and, and gathering your ideas. You're not going out into buying a sofa that you then have to stuff through the doorway. So that's fine. <laughs> yeah. anybody oh, wants- oh, oh, I'm allowed to. You're Kelly's- allowed to. I'm getting you're Kelly's permission. Mm-hmm. And if anybody else <laughs> wants there to be a leaper with Anita and you can leap to the fun <laughs> no, stuff. No, I'm and- not leaping. I'm, you're li- I'm, you're I'm staying out of this. You're I'm, but, but I do admit, I do admit 
that there are leapers and plotters. I'm the leaper. I admit <laughs> it. Yes, you definitely are a leaper. I thought I was going to stay out of it, but now I can't. <laughs> oh, <You're> no. <laughs> I, I am self-aware. I know that I do this. It's good and bad, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah but no, you, it's you, all good. It's all good. You're a calculated leaper, though, so I really like that. Um, <laughs> it sounds odd. The good go thing about the Pinterest board, too, is sometimes you don't even really know what you want your look to be. And you think, mm-hmm. oh, I like, this, I like this. But I think what happens when you create a Pinterest board, is, uh, especially if it's a secret one, and you could sort of feel like you could really yes. be free on it, and you can put a lot of things. If you just open up your mind and let let yourself just pin stuff that you like. You know, it's pinning's free. It just takes a little bit of your time. And it's usually it's super fun, especially if you're planning your own rooms. Um, and then you take a really hard look at what you've put there and you see where's the pattern. And I don't yes. mean fabric pattern. I mean, right, like, what, right, right. At what mm-hmm. kind of look am I repeating over and over again? What am I drawn to? And then you can know, hey, even though I thought everybody likes, you know, far, chippy farmhouse, maybe you don't. Maybe you like Scandinavian slash boho. You know, maybe mm-hmm. you really like something else. Maybe you like deeper colors. And so, you know, it'll almost allow yourself a time to have a visceral reaction to what you're looking at rather than with a preconceived notion and then well, look at the mm-hmm, Pinterest board mm-hmm. and see what you've got. So Kelly, I, think- I agree with what you're saying. And I, what I find is for people that aren't really sure what their style is, they often start out with stuff all over the map. Maybe something's boho, oh. lots of color in this picture. The other mm-hmm. ones, all neutrals, There's something very contemporary, then something very traditional and they're all over the map. But then at some point it seems like things start narrowing down. And then it seems like the more you go through the process, the more you start saying, well, but of all of these, I really like this one is my favorite. And so it can really help you narrow it down to one look. And now you can go eclectic, add a lot of different looks in that room. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Whatever it is you're doing, the more complicated it is, the more difficult it is to pull it off. Whether it be lots of patterns, lots of styles all combined in one room, just or lots of colors, just the more complex the room is, exactly. the more skill required, mm. the more you're going to have to work at it to make it really pull together. Let me just say this one thing. My, my son used to work in marketing and uh, doing graphic design, um, and he worked in the business end of it. But he, um, we were we were going over sort of my rebranding for for my blog and he pulled out all these little cars like there's like I don't know a hundred and you have to put them in a pile of what you are what you think you are and what you're not oh oh can you bring those to haven (laughs) (laughs) that'd be a fun game to play with yeah well anyway but here's what I learned from that but if oh, okay. you, well, that, how, but if the, what you are and what you think you are, aren't they going to be the same? Because no, what you, what, I mean, but you have to truly think, know what you are, because what I hope to be or think I am may not be exactly what I truly but am. If deep some in my heart, don't know that they're not what they. Well, but let's just are. go with it. Let's say we oh, okay. let's say we're self-aware. <laughs> yeah, just go. Don't, with don't shoot be, okay. me in the foot here. Anyway, so but but what I learned is if you go on like a Pinterest board and let's say you've got to come out with like in this branding, I had to come out with three things of who I am, like what's the primary and two secondaries, get on that Pinterest board that you've gone crazy about. And you're going to be allowed to pick out, let's say 10 pictures that are what you want your room and who you want your room to be or what you want your room to be. And then you go through. 
And then I would pick out like three pictures in a row. Okay, which one of these three goes, which one stays? Wow. And then get rid of one. And then the next, use those two, put another one up there. Which one of these doesn't work? Which one of these does? And you can start really developing a picture and weeding things out and curating. That's what you're doing. You're curating a look. I love that. Yeah. Love that. And then you you not only come away with a room, but you, you come away with a real sense of what your style is and what makes you Absolutely. happy. Absolutely. And then Absolutely. so then we'll refer you back to episode, I believe it was two, when we talk about finding your style decor- and our styles. Although my style's changed a little since episode two, believe it or not. What? What? Yeah. what? Mm-hmm. I went through a big metamorphosis. Okay. So tell us oh how it's changed. I'm, well, I'm dying to know. I'm, well, I'm calling it refined farmhouse, but it's really very, I love class classical furnishings. I just do. I mean, I'm giving over to it. I just, that's where I I lean. That's where I tend to go. I love that fresh look. Um, But then I do love a little bit of either industrial farmhouse or something else. But I used to think I was more farmhouse and more chippy. I'm not. I'm definitely more classical. Mm, Okay. Yeah. 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 Know thyself. Know thy decorating self. Yes. (laughs) It is. It's very important. And Mm -hmm. I think that's very common. People start buying stuff because it's popular. It's trendy. Mm -hmm. And then they think, well, it's just not me. I don't really like this. I mean, this happens so much. It really, seriously, figure out what your style is before you start working on your room. Because if you're just going to what you see in the store that's on the top shelf, what's trending, that may not be your true style. I don't know. I mean, I I agree with that to a point, but I literally love so much and change so much and evolve. I'm always evolving. I'm not saying don't buy it. I'm saying be sure you think about it. Make a conscious decision. Yes, I like this. This is me. I'm going to do it. Rather than, oh, it's on the top shelf. I'm just going to buy it because that's what I've seen all over Pinterest. That's yes. what I'm saying. Oh my gosh, yes. So I'm just I saying, just think you. about mm-hmm. it. Just make sure that's what you really want to do. All right. Let's talk about some fabulous things though. Other than using an inspiration piece and Pinterest, what else do we do when we start a room? Well, this is a nasty word, and I hate to use it. I really try oh. to stay away from this word. Uh-oh. What? Uh-oh. Budget. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Wow. Did the B word. <laughs> yeah. But I, I kid about that, but I am so thrifty. It's, you know, I think it's ridiculous how thrifty I am, and it's fabulous. Um, but you do have to take in consideration your budget. So that may also help you develop your style because you may not be able to start decorating that room from absolute scratch. You know, maybe you need to keep the sofa because you can't spend the money to buy a nice sofa. So you need to start working with that as your main piece and and rift off of what you have as the, the sofa. So you're or saying like chairs. if Yvonne had a limited budget rather than calling her style refined budget, she would call it budget refined farmhouse. Just a fine farmhouse. Call it what you will, but Yvonne's style Listen. never looks like it's on a budget, but I know <laughs> no, she it is doesn't. very conscious. Oh, of all I of that. am. And I'm Extremely. telling you, yeah. you can have a fabulous home, which, which, you know, I'm not saying it's mine's fabulous, but I hope it is. And it's fabulous. Listen, I am very very conscious about what I spent. I, I know made, you are. Mm-hmm. I, I, yes. I mean, I can sniff out a bargain better than anybody. I would take you on for that <laughs> system. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got a That's nose right. for that sort of thing. Me hey, too. They know me down at the thrift store. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
yeah, yeah, me they too. They hold stuff for me. They do. And budget, um, but budget is very important. Budget and is important. But again, I, it's a way to, you know, hey, I think it's much harder to decorate a room or a house from scratch. From scratch is because you have all the options in the universe. Uh, so that's hard because nothing is, there's no limitation. There's no curation to start out with. And if you also, in the, on the other hand, have absolutely no budget either to do your house or to do one room, that's sort of hard too. I, mean, I think people will get stuck. Yeah. It's just mm-hmm. overwhelming. It so, is. you know, maybe a budget is a good thing or just, a, you know, even if you could spend more, maybe a self-imposed budget. Hey, I don't, I want to save some money for, you know, the, these fabulous sheets or something in the bedroom. Let me have a budget for the living room. So who I, doesn't have a budget? Everybody's but you, got but a budget. Everybody's got a and budget. you have to know what to splurge on and to save on. And we did, we did, is that episode three or four, I think. We did two of them. Yeah, yeah that's true. What to yes. on and what not and to. So you can go back through our archives and look for that. But I think like a, a great sofa and a few other great pieces, you know, that's where you want to put your money into. So all the other things, um, like a, a rug, you, a rug doesn't have to be that expensive. It could be fabulous. You know, lamps and uh, um, accessories, they don't have to be that, fa- that, that expensive. So you can really save a lot of money there. But you're right. Budget's so important. Important. Well, let me ask you this now. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you'll see a lot of designers and sometimes in articles or uh, in their blogs or whatever, they will say they start a room. So say you had a, a blank room, you're moving into this house, mm-hmm. you know, there are walls, it's not a new, you know, it's not a, a build that hasn't occurred yet. So there are walls and everything's okay. there and you walk in. Mm-hmm. Now, some designers say they start with the rug. I have heard that time and time again. Would that be something either one of you would do? Uh, it depends. Maybe. Mm. I don't know. Well, I would say start with the color first. Mm-hmm. No, I wouldn't start with a rug, but I'll tell you why I'm a little different. I usually go with more subdued colors and a very subdued pattern, a very mm-hmm. simple pattern. If you're going, if you're starting with one of those wow rugs that has, that's red and, and maybe it's an oriental rug that's got lots of color and pattern or something else that's a very bold color and a very bold pattern, you have to start with that rug, I think. Because you have to be very careful about what you pair with it. So that's why they're doing that. But if you're going with a more subtle rug like mine. Like a sisal rug, for heaven's sakes. Right. That you don't need to (laughs) start with. The sky's the limit. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So it really kind of depends on your style and what what kind of things are going in the room. And the more you're going with a limited color palette with a few patterns, Mm -hmm. then it kind Mm -hmm. of leaves it more open to start with whatever you you want. I agree. I don't know that I even... Yeah, I don't always start with a specific inspiration piece. I have a particular look that I'm going for. And because I do buy a lot of vintage things, I often come home with something that wasn't even on my radar when I first started looking. Sure, because it's more of a one of a kind. Well, I just run into things Mm -hmm. and think, you know, it was uh, the, the day I was having coffee with Evie and I saw those leather Italian hand-carved chairs going into the thrift store. <laughs> you and followed said, them in. And I said, excuse me, I'll be right back, Evie. <laughs> and I came back with mm-hmm. carrying both chairs. But you said something that's really important, like your limited color palette. I'd say choose like maybe three colors and work from there. However, now think of this. One reason to choose a rug, like let's say you found a fabulous acid washed blue silk oriental just something so beautiful. Just think of if you started there, how beautifully you could build a room around that. Oh, yes. Wouldn't but that even be gorgeous? if you already had a room, 
that had some blues in there and complementary mm-hmm. colors, that could easily be added later. Yes. You don't even yes. have to start with that, but starting yes. with it, but that's it depends a great on what you find point. first. Yep. Now, see, when I did mine, I knew I had this photograph, this uh, Jacle. <laughs> I keep I still have trouble saying that um, that painting. And so then I thought, oh, I love these colors. And that's what I started to do, pull out from there. And if, then I started with my sofa. Then I decided uh, my, the rest of the pieces, the bigger pieces went in. My rug was like an afterthought because it's a black and white zebra. But I wanted oh, yeah. to make it because it was, again, so classic. I wanted to amp that sort of fun up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you can start wherever you want being an inspiration piece. Yeah, or, absolutely. This is the again, bottom line. The <laughs> start simpler the you things, want. the simpler the patterns in the room, the more flexible it can mm-hmm. be where you're starting mm-hmm. and how the approach that you're taking. And also the the simpler and the tighter the color palette and uh, you can go in a different direction should you be midway and go like, mm, I'm not sure about that. Right. And if you start with this very splashy rug, that's always going to be the star of the mm-hmm. room. You're Absolutely. always going to be focused on that. So yeah. as long as you're fine with that, I think you're good to go. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I guess a lot of people say that or that that's how they start a room for clients or whatnot, because it's, you know, it is a foundational piece and it can be a real statement piece, as you're saying. But that is not how I have ever started a room. And I don't see myself ever doing a room that way unless I absolutely fell in love with a rug, but I don't like my rugs to be the stars. Okay. So then I just, I think it's really after function and after taking your measurements and creating your board and curating and honing the style you want there. It's, it's this, you know, you can't really put your finger on it, but it's the feel, you know, how mm-hmm, do you want mm-hmm. that room to feel? Mm-hmm. And that's where the magic comes in, don't yeah. you think? Well, well I, once I, I set my direction, once I do my thinking about the look I want for the room, it's all magic after that. Mm-hmm. I don't that's even, exactly I can't right. even really tell you my process. I'm not even sure I have a process. I'll have to think about it. I mean, I think there is one, but it just comes together. So. Well, I think it's all the other things we've talked about in, in so many of the other episodes and the things we'll talk right. about, you know, into perpetuity because right. this is so much fun doing this with you guys. <laughs> then it's creating the, the small moments, the vignettes, and that's creating the nooks and there's creating the, you know, destination points, whether it's a little reading lamp and chair and table, something like that. Then there's all of that that goes on. But it is... Um, it's exciting. It's kind of scary and c- can be sort of overwhelming to start decorating uh, a blank slate, an empty room. So I think we gave a lot of really great tips today uh, to get somebody going if they're facing that or if they just want to start over. You know, you don't have to be moving into a new house or a new apartment or condominium to do this. You can just decide. I'm going to keep this chair and that table and I'm starting over and uh, clear it out and get going mm-hmm. from there. And mm-hmm. it's super exciting. And if you have any questions about that and you want to email us, if you're in that position in your life or you see that coming down the pike, feel free to give us a call or drop us a line and we would love to chat with you further about it. And it definitely creates some Pinterest boards. I mean, that's just fun to have on mm-hmm. hand. Absolutely. If, if anybody approaches you on the street and says, hey, you want to start mm-hmm. decorating my room for me? You'll be ready. Mm-hmm. I absolutely agree. 
So thanks for joining us today. We had so much fun as usual. And we want to remind you, of course, that we are here to help you and and inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey there. If you're loving our podcast like we're loving our podcast, we would love you to rate and review us. Head to iTunes to do that. It's easy and it would mean so much to us.